Chapter 3 A Parrot for Your Thoughts Eric Soderberg had the fastest mouth in Ms. Plum's class. You had to be fast when there were eight people in your family all talking at once at the dinner table. Eric was the youngest Soderberg, so at home he barely got a word in edgewise. At school it was different. Eric talked all the time and was always, quote, stepping on other people's lines. That's what Miss Plum called it. She said it meant that Eric was always finishing up other kids' sentences, giving their answers, and finishing their jokes. That morning during break, Brad tried to share a new joke. Where do crocodiles keep their money? He asked. In a riverbank, Eric said quickly, and everyone laughed like it was Eric's joke. Ms. Plum looked up and asked, Who can get me some lined paper from the supply closet? Carlos' hand shut up first, but Ms. Plum crooked her finger at Eric. Carlos started to say, Hey, that's not fair, Eric finished for him. Sorry, dude. Eric grinned and went to the supply closet. He opened the door and stepped inside. He took a deep whiff of the yummy, nameless smell and picked out five sheets of lined paper. Next to the stack of paper, he saw a little green parrot staring at him. The parrot had bright black eyes and a red spot on its head. Was he real? The parrot cocked his head left and then right. He was real. Wow, said Eric. That's so awesome, squawked the parrot. Then the parrot fluttered up to roost right on the top of Eric's head. Eric could feel the claws digging into his scalp. Don't bite, squawked the parrot. That's just what I was thinking, thought Eric. But even so, having a talking parrot was worth the risk. Look what I found, cried the parrot as Eric hurried from the closet. Eric had just been about to say the very same thing. Cool, said the kids. Ms. Plum smiled cheerfully, took the lined paper from Eric, and nodded for him to sit down. Eric caught a glimpse of himself in the mirror at the back of the room. The parrot on his head made him look like a pirate. Ahoy, mateys, screeched the parrot. For such a little bird, he was awfully loud. We will now review some important facts and statistics, said Ms. Plum. The class sat up straighter. Ms. Plum's important facts and statistics weren't like anybody else's. How many people in the world have the same birthday as you, she asked. Eric raised his hand. He always had his hand up to answer class questions, even when he wasn't really paying attention. But before he could make up an answer, the parrot squawked, I can see Becky's underwear. Becky glared at Eric. The parrot said it, cried the parrot. But you thought it, didn't you, said Brad. But before Eric or his parrot could answer, Ms. Plum called them back to attention and asked, well, who can tell me how a jar of peanut butter can make you rich? Eric raised his hand again. Mindy smells pretty, said the parrot with a parody sigh. The class started to giggle. Shut up, said the parrot. Not you, said the parrot, as Eric gestured wildly to the class. Him! And the parrot, as Eric pointed an accusatory figure at the bird, Eric tried to make his mind go blank. I'm thinking nothing, 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 murmured the parrot. What else is new, said Brad, and the class cracked up. That's not funny, cried the parrot. I can tell better jokes than you. You mean steal better jokes, said Brad. Jeez, I really have to go to the bathroom, said the parrot. I wish I hadn't eaten those beans last night.
The class roared as Eric reached up and tried to grab his beak. The parrot scrambled out of reach, his clogs digging like pins into his scalp. Ms. Plum, help me. How do I get rid of this parrot? The parrot squawked. Ms. Plum said, I'm sure you'll think of something, Eric. You're a smart boy. Eric glanced up at the parrot, who was now preening his feathers in a smug sort of way, and Eric's eyes got a kind of gleam. The parrot began to murmur softly, dreamily, Nice birdie. Birdie, go away. Far, far away. Back into the closet, okay? Eric gave Miss Plum a questioning look. Miss Plum nodded, and he slipped from his desk and walked towards the closet. Here you go, crooned the parrot. Back into the nice, warm closet. Birdie, bye-bye. Everyone could still hear him murmuring as Eric slipped inside the closet and then burst out again, slamming the door shut behind him. The parrot was gone from his head. Eric opened his mouth, hesitated, and said softly, Is he gone? Everyone listened carefully. No sound from the closet. Why don't you check, said Tashala. Look in the closet. But Eric shook his head. That's okay, he said, and he slipped back into his desk. There on his desk was a yellow sheet of paper. How had that gotten there? No one else had had one. Eric picked up the flyer. It said something that made Eric grin. He looked at Ms. Plum, but Ms. Plum was writing out a new fact on the board. Did Ms. Plum put this on his desk? On my desk? Eric asked. Toshila stared at him. When could she have done that? Eric didn't know, but he neatly folded the flyer and stuck it into his pocket. And at recess, when Brad said, What's a polygon? Eric knew the answer to that. But let, but let Brad say it. Question. How many people in the world have the birth, same birthday as you? Answer, about 20 million. Question, how can a jar of peanut butter make you rich? Answer, turn it into diamonds. All you need to is to cook the peanut butter at a temperature of 3,000 degrees under pressure of a million pounds of square inch per square inch. Question, what did the flyer say? Answer, good with words? Come join the springtime ele- elementary debate team. First meeting after school today. Answer, what's a polygon? A question, what's a polygon? Answer, a missing parrot.